Welcome back to the Random Rant Generator. After so long, we have awakened from our tombs, our crypts, and as, or as ancient beings known as Athos, Porthoa, Armiers, and D'Artagnan. That's right, the four musketeers. The great creatures and creations, the strongest creatures on <laughs> Earth at their time. <laughs> you want to try that again? I, I'm wondering Super if you're talking Saiyans about... space. <laughs> I have no idea who they are. <laughs> no, I'm wondering if you're talking about the four musketeers or the four musketeers taken over by Cthulhu. I'm actually Like halfway through about, there. I'm talking about the Ginyu Force, all right? <laughs> like Barda, Spardock, Bartholomew. And the fourth one. <laughs> I may have fucked up somewhere. Anyway. <laughs> I, don't, I think oh. you messed up the entire who thing. Gets, who gets D'Artagnan? Me. I'm oh. like, I feel like he left out D'Artagnan. I, no, did, I did He say said D'Artagnan. it. That's the only one he said correctly. Just, the uh, other three he butchered. <laughs> we didn't establish who was who. The other three were unrecognizable. <laughs> I can I be fourth, though? <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Yeah, you can be Port Holyo. I'm going to be... <laughs> wow, so we have a, fi- a ship and the bathroom. Congratulations. Miss Prime. You be Artholomew. Artholomew. Artemis for short or something. Artie. Artie. Okay, so we're all Artemis. So, like... Yeah, he, him. Artemis. Right. Okay, no. Okay, I'm sorry. You're something prime. Uh, Artolomeo. Uh, I only know one goofy Artemis name. Artemis Prime? Barth- yeah. No, Artemis... Oh, no. Uh, I'm sorry. So Aramis. is anybody Aramis? Aramis Prime, yeah. Aramis. Aramis, Aramis Prime okay. Sentinel. Congrats. Well, I wanted to talk a little bit about allergies, specifically when it comes to dealing with food. And, you know, especially since this time of the year, in case wondering, it's around Thanksgiving and coming up in Christmas, everybody wants to get together and have their big family get togethers and just have those massive parties. And you always have that one person who's like, but they're allergic to my green bean casserole. I am ruined. I can't do anything for my family. Oh, don't you dare. I will fucking I, I will love green bean casserole. casserole. I appreciate the joke, but I do love some green bean casserole. <laughs> Y'all have an allergy. I have an addiction, okay? <laughs> like, Especially I, with some bacon bits in there. Oh uh, yeah. But I don't the if, only thing what if you couldn't eat bacon, man. I well, know somebody I mean, who dude, can't you're, eat pork. Period. I'm so like sad, dog, dude. Like, I would. <laughs> you know, comparable. You would recommend it. Hey, they're both like dogs. I've heard. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? It's like everything. Everything tastes like chicken anyway. It's fine. Just like eat something. It's, right? you know, just eat, you see the dirt, you can eat that. That's probably fine. So probably, I was saying something. I, I was just listening to the fact. Apparently, I can eat the dirt. <laughs> I did not know that. Did you know? Maybe that'll help me with the fact I'm so poor. <laughs> I'm gonna dirt. blow your fucking mind. Bioflora. You can pick anything up and just put it in your mouth and then try to eat it and that's life you can just do that don't yeah the last one <laughs> also what if you're allergic to dirt going back to the topic again oh, dude man like, there's so many ways to just not have you a good time. Kind of I'm sorry. There you go. do you have any allergies at all uh dart so he who will not be appearing <laughs> in the next podcast what is your view on i honestly i don't think i have actually any 
allergies. I, I like I, I I've told you guys I have the fucking like taste buds and like most of an immune system of a dog. Like I can <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I you know, I I think there was like I mean at one point like I was more reactive to like white substances like no but like I'll eat that. Actually I take that back. Uh, apples like uh, when if I eat too many like uh, the I, I don't know, I haven't tried too many organic apples, but if I eat too many um, too many apples at once I start to get like an itching a tingling in the back of my throat mm-hmm. and like it's like one of those that things that could where be I you're just full shut up Regis <laughs> <laughs> but I mean like and like it's one of those things where like I'll still eat an entire fucking apple like corn all but like like it's like I won't eat them like I can't buy I'm not gonna eat them by the bag anymore. hey shout out to all the core eaters yeah. out there I'm one dude that's, that's where the fucking yeah. nutrients are it really is you know what I mean yeah, like, yeah, you, know you gotta what get mean? your daily dose of arsenic <laughs> yeah. you gotta keep low levels dude, of poison in like, your body right, at all times so, otherwise you're gonna die it's like it's like you. that one king who like fed himself a little bit of poison over time so he can build immunity and yeah. then when he was in prison tried to kill himself <laughs> with that same poison it's exactly like that except I ain't a bitch yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that king but I do know about the dread pirate Robert from the princess bride who did the same thing except he lived from the poison oh. and, uh, well no he, he that's the thing he tried to kill himself but he couldn't kill himself because he was immune to it yeah but like I wouldn't again like I would just drink it in front of him and be like oh fucking I'm your god now bitch you know what I mean like you gotta fucking think like big brain shit right there like you know what I mean give yeah. me some Miranda poison well, fuck that shit I mean, long game yeah right you <laughs> know what I mean and then just pray to <laughs> 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 I feel like there's a big disconnect there. One person was surrounded by an army that was going to kill him. The other one was having a battle of wits. So, I feel like one was a much safer situation. But, like, that's something that people have to think about every day. And some of us, like myself and you, who I can't give your name, nor do you know your own name, um, we don't really have allergies. So, we don't really have the issue of, ooh, well, I can't eat this or that. If I feel like I want to eat, I want to eat it. Yeah, I actually have. I mean, that's an everyday struggle for me. I have to think about that. I mean, I'm dairy-free and gluten-free and I'm pretty much soy-free. Sometimes I'll make an exception depending on what it is, but... um, for me, it is absolutely like, uh, it's not something that I chose. I joke sometimes that I want to get a tattoo of a cheese wheel, like on my arm or something, uh, with like a little banner across it, kind of like a Sailor Jerry style, like yeah. pirate, you know, like yeah. the cheeseless life didn't choose me. I didn't choose the cheeseless <laughs> life, the, the cheeseless life, life chose me. me. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, that's really, that is my reality. And so it is yeah. something that, um, actually dictates a lot of my life. Like, if I'm getting invited out to do a thing, then it's like, well, I gotta look at the menu at the place and see if there's like things that I can eat there. Or another thing that I've experienced a lot is like, people wanting to be really cool and thoughtful and like I'm gonna make you some this or some snacks some brownies or some cookies or whatever it is and I'm just like man you're signing up for a lot more trouble than <laughs> you think you are they're like no no I can do it I can do it and I'm just like you're gonna have to research on the internet for like 30s of minutes yeah and... <laughs> this is an endeavor this is yeah. episodes of show like just yeah. Yeah. I mean yeah, yeah. so 
like you're gonna have to like learn, like really dig in if you're gonna do something, and then it's gonna turn out because otherwise I'm gonna get your like half cooked brownies, and yeah. they're gonna be gooey, and then I'm gonna be like, thanks for the brownies, and dump them shits in the trash. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. that's more of a burden to me ultimately. So, anyways, going back to uh, what Artie was saying, uh, just like. Art. It is, it does, it does become like a daily thing for me. And there's, there's other people who, you know, I know like some people have preferences. I don't like onions, for Mm. example, if that sister-in-law who like onions are in anything, she pukes immediately if she's Mm. like in the room. Right. And it's not like a food allergy. It's something sensory for her. But anyways, it's, it's just, then there's other people who like, I can't stand, you know, kids don't, kids typically like, I don't like greens. So it's just like. Okay, so for why, some people it is, like for that, some yeah. people it is yeah. a, maybe more psychological or sensory yeah. or Trauma it's digestive. Too. Right, right. Yeah. And so there's like so many things that play into it. Um, but then when it like doesn't affect your life, then it's just like, like my sister-in-law, I remember tens of years ago when I first like met her and found out like no onions in anything. I was just like, I can't believe, I, in my mind, I was like, I can't believe you haven't outgrown that. Uh, like you're an adult and you haven't outgrown that. But now that I like am wiser and older, okay, I know that stands to reason. Like yeah. you've obviously <laughs> got some shit and yeah. it's your own thing and I don't need to understand that. But that is her struggle and that's yeah. her life. I'm so with the non onions sister <laughs> for what it's worth. Well, I like most food. I like, you know, like onions. I like. I didn't like them at first. Like that and tomatoes. Like I didn't like them at first, but then. But I. I. Mm-hmm. I uh, and that's like. And that's an adaptive thing. Like you mm-hmm. know what I mean. Like for for me, like that was more like psychological. Being the uh, sort of like a huge foodie, and people just like being like. Picky eater because there's a difference between food out. Only you're saying being like a picky eater and like for the longest time, like I fucking I had a thing. Not not food out. I get it. You can die. Like what? Like I'm not, sure. gonna, I'm not gonna talk shit about you for like that. You know what I mean? But it's like I only eat chicken nuggets, and it's like you're 20, 25, 25 years old. It's like I'm <laughs> like I get like I mean you live your life. I don't give a shit. You know what sure. I mean? But it's just like I like try shit. You know what I mean? Like it, I think mm-hmm. I think that's like I mean everyone should have a preference. Yeah, everyone should live their life to, uh, to the point. But like, I think I think there's a lot that can be said about people who just don't like trying new things. You know what I mean? Or like trying, you know, like building that experience or whatnot. And just like, sure. but like, I mean, like you said, I kind of like grow older and wiser. I'm just like, man, like I still don't like mayonnaise. So like, <laughs> you, know, you. you know what I mean? Like, I yeah, I tried. It's like, disgusting. I, I don't like not liking food. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, it's not easy mind. either. It's not. It's you know, like you, yeah. you, there's there's. And I, I'll still, and my, I'm a monster, so I'll, like, if it's on a sandwich and, like, it's it's a sandwich, I'm going to eat that sandwich. But, like, right. I won't ask for it. I yeah. won't, I'll, I'll keep a mental note. Like, so I still will, have, like, eat a little Yeah, I'm a, I yeah. told you, I have a taste of this. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, they right. do. I'll eat a little mayo, but uh, I was watching a video with my girlfriend recently, and uh, mayo, one of those squeezable mayos was mm-hmm. used, and mm-hmm. it, like, squirted into oh, a thing. Oh. It was, like, they were using it just, like, and I could oh. not watch that <laughs> It is. And so, like, to that, going back to, like, food preference, yeah. they're, like, sure, like, you know, we need to keep an open mind and, like, try new things and have new experiences mm-hmm. because our brains 
are wired that way. Yeah. Uh, neuroplasticity is our brain's ability to like create new pathways, and that's how that happens. So it's absolutely important. But but also like I'm not trying to see Mayo squirting. <laughs> like it's like a and, red room video. <laughs> and so and so like similarly like I get that right. Like yeah. I literally had a physical reaction, had to turn away. So then going back to like my sister-in-law with onions i'm like okay yeah i understand that maybe you're not going to grow out of some things some things just are weird for you in a sensory way yeah but then you know coming back to food allergies you know a lot of the time that's not like a sensory thing um like for me for example like if i eat gluten i'm not like uh i don't have celiacs but if i have gluten i have pretty intense migraines immediately and like that's not it's not good that's not something i have any control over i can't like keep trying it and then yeah. going back to, like, low levels of poison in my body at all times, I can't just, like, dose small amounts of gluten and then over weeks over and yeah. get over it. I don't know. Maybe I can. Yeah, but I you guess don't want I to try that. Right, yeah. right. It's, it's such an extreme thing that I'm like, you know what, I'm just not going to eat this anymore. And I'm, I'm fine without it. it. It really only comes into when I'm, like, going to be around people or when there's potlucks. And people come with, like, a lot of questions about... I've been asked so many times, like, what kind of flower blend do you use? What do you use to replace flour in a cake? And I'm like, uh, and I've spent time as a baker doing like gluten free. I've done this for a long time, and it's just like, well, what kind of cake are you making? It's just like mm-hmm. leads to more questions and leads to it's more like, questions. Yeah, and it gets tough. It gets yeah. tough to like. There's this whole like food science aspect of it mm. where you're like, if somebody can't eat eggs, maybe they're you know vegan, or maybe they you know maybe they're a compassionate vegan or a medical vegan, or maybe they just are allergic to eggs whatever the reason is it's like now we have to find a new binder i mean i think that's kind of part of it is not just the oh we can't eat bread anymore Mm. it's more of okay when you do want to eat something that incorporates bread or in this case flour what do we do what do we do when we want to make chicken parmesan how do i make a breading for you how do i do this how do that (laughs) and it's taking a step back and thinking about going okay well what did that thing do in the past so going the eggs the easy one well if you make a cake traditionally the eggs are there to add a little bit of moisture and then to bind everything together so it doesn't crumble apart so you have to come up with another way of doing that without being able to use the yolk of the egg Mm -hmm. and so understanding why you're using something in there makes it easier to replace it yeah yeah i think a big part of the why is like in my mind anyways it's it's separated into two portions well one is like tell me if you disagree one is like flavor profile and the other is like food science like how's this affecting chemistry and how's this affecting taste totally agree i mean it's i have a roommate who's allergic to garlic which means that i have basically no garlic in the house do you know how many prepackaged things come with garlic yeah (laughs) yes it's it's not a number it's it's yes (laughs) like oh i want to do pasta sauce yeah. Do you know how many pasta sauce there are that don't have garlic? All of them. There might be one yeah. per store yeah. if you get the right brand on the right yeah. day. Mm-hmm. And so it's more of, okay, well, what is the purpose of garlic in something? And normally that's a flavor. It's going to be bringing this very sharp note that it's going to bold. It's going to like, you know, pop out in your face. And so it's like, okay, well, what can I do to make something similar to that without... And this is the other hard part that we didn't, we haven't gotten to yet is ruining everything else around it. Oh, yeah. One of the stories I have is I ended up um, doing a camp out and we wanted to cook a meal for everyone that was going to be there. And the problem is between the group of us over there, we had 11 total allergies, including eggs, dairy, flour, and gluten, and a few other ones. Those are the three big ones. How do you make a cake without those three things? Air. 
Well, it's okay. Well, Some we're gonna, <laughs> so we're gonna substitute in um, flour. Well, now I don't know how that's gonna interact with oil because I don't have my eggs as well. If I'm only replacing one thing. It's fairly easy to do it. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you're replacing two or three things, going back to that chemistry part, it makes the equation completely different and makes it that much more challenging. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, well, I can bake this in an oven. Now I'm baking this over a campfire with coals on it where I have no control over actual heat. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, how do I time this thing correctly? Also, I don't know how thick this is going to turn out to be. So with a normal cake batter, I know about the thickness of it. But because I've replaced every single material, you know, yeah. part of the cake mm-hmm. and putting something different into it, now I have this very different texture that's a lot more runny yeah. than it was. It's not as thick. So as it cooks, it thickens up. Do I have to cook it longer? Do I have to cook it shorter? Is it fully cooked before this point or there? Is golden brown good? Do I want a darker brown? When do I know it's actually fully through? Is it going to keep cooking once I get it off the stove? So I don't need to cut it early. And these are things that like, you know that all about your mixtures when you do the same recipe over and over again. You know that, okay, well, it's take this long to cool. And as it cools, it's going to set like this, which means when I take it out of the oven, it's a little bit runny. That's okay. I know it's going to thicken up and be exactly what I want at the end. But if I overcook it, then it's going to be too dry. So I need to pull it out when it's this much cooked. When you're doing that with something you never worked with before, and by eye in many ways, it's a lot more things you have to think about and it makes things a lot more complicated. So part of what I feel like you say when it's like it's more work than it's worth, it's not that I don't appreciate you wanting to learn how to bake a cake, but you're not baking a cake. Yeah. You are starting all over doing something you've never done before. Yeah. And if you try to bake it like a normal cake, it will fail. It won't be all the way done correctly. You won't understand why, even though it's, oh, well, I just replaced the eggs with mayonnaise as the binder. Well... Okay. And then some of us hate mayonnaise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and, eggs, you know, eggless mayonnaise is what yeah. I'm talking yeah. about. There's a way to. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be, it'd called eggless like mayonnaise. Full on science experiment, yeah. trying to find like so, a, a change around. from a, a cake, cake making exercise to a science experiment. Well, I mean, yeah. it's uh, and it also like, do I want to eat your science? Yeah, experiment? right. Do I want to eat your <laughs> test subject? Is what you're asking me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, it goes it, it goes into like usually us... I do. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, you, you at least try it. I like the test subjects. Yeah. Oh. Anyways, you were gonna say <laughs> Frankenstein's ball warmer. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but well, no, I mean back to changing minds because like I want that in my mind complete now. Yeah. Uh, so, but no, it's like you know, like I mean, if, if it's one of those things where because there's also people who like or or come to the realization that like, they're because I've heard I, I've met a lot of people who've realized over time that they're allergic to gluten and like and it's always like one of those things like I couldn't figure out why I'm always having these migraines or I'm like constantly. Just, I can't get rid of this weight and they cut out gluten and they're like oh I have like some sort of like negative reaction and most most I mean yeah. I mean it's not like exactly good for you you know what I mean? but like it's either tolerable or like fucks you up <laughs> I mean like and then and then but like it's one of those things like it does like change your mind like in a lot of ways because then you start like looking at all the ingredients lists and um, you, you start to realize how much is in like everything like sugar if you're looking starting to look at for sugar like if you're starting a diet or something like that and you're looking for like carbohydrates and sodium and protein all that shit and like trying to measure yeah. it out it's like wow everything's awful you know what I mean you're looking at yeah. serving sizes portion uh, portion sizes god forbid you if you're on the fucking keto diet it's like that whole fucking thing it's like one serving size is three chips and it's a family size bag it's like 27 carbohydrates and three chips are you fucking what you know what yeah. I mean like yeah. you know but like and, and it's also like it's it, it, it's one of those things like I because like I, I stopped being a prostitute I don't know if I told you guys like <laughs> no more sucking dick 
dicks on the street for me. I'm at, I work at a so hazmat plant. Why is that? Yeah, yeah right. You know? Like, I work at a hazmat plant now. I'm moving up. <laughs> I have less chance for AIDS, more chance of cancer. Anyway, You're speaking selling of... selling your body in both I feel like, you know... <laughs> I hate to let you know this, dude, but I think you have about the same chance for death. Oh, oh man! But I won't. I probably won't be stabbed <laughs> randomly. But I mean, like, perhaps not. Perhaps not. People <laughs> different are fucking crazy. Death. I've had. <laughs> I there's. I'm at this at my job that I'm working at now. I'm not going to say who, but it's basically a warehouse. Well, it's a hazmat. Shut up. Anywho, I've literally I've, I've worked there for a couple months, and there's been three fights, mutual fight. Well, one. Well, two have been mutual. Consensual fights. Consent. Two consensual fights, <laughs> and then other consent non consensual essential lines. Wow. And it's just been there. I don't know. Like It's like people get heated. Doesn't matter. Anyway, so... Is that what you call lovemaking now? <laughs> Straight fucking, just like the kids used to. Consensual fights. <laughs> Consensual <laughs> fighting. Fist fighting, if you passionate. will. Fist, passionate fist fighting. <laughs> Glorious warriors. Fist fighting the from the fist inside. Fist death in the anus. Anyway. <laughs> so at my job, I have to consolidate and portion and like I have to read the ingredients of like chemicals all from all over the fucking place and I'll fucking tell you there's things like re- after like knowing what I have to look for and have to look through every single one there's a lot that one gives you cancer <laughs> and a lot that you have to like let me tell you right now have to wear some sort of personal prote- or protective equipment on because it is fucking dangerous. <laughs> like how many of bleach? those are in your food? Oh oh man oh I've seen so many food things like <laughs> you, know, you know, and it's like it's one of those things. Yeah. You well, I, I mean, like just like clothing, clean agents. You use clean agents to clean all of your fuck. No matter who eats what, you use clean agents, and that's that's another consideration that you might consider in your diet is what you're doing to clean your utensils. Because like I mean, there's shit that like you know what I mean like we didn't learn to, for like 30 years that Roundup gave everyone cancer. You know what I mean? So I'm yeah, just like sure. you know like you know joy. You know what I mean? You got your <laughs> you know what I mean your time's kind of up for dish soap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What? Y- yes, Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> Jamaritier. <laughs> the third I think I think building off what you said, which I'm not totally sure, it's when you have to rethink about what you're doing. Yeah. For someone, when you say I'm having pasta, you have an idea of what it's going to look like. You're going to have the noodles, you're going to have the sauce, you might have a side to it. But when you have the allergies, you have to rethink what does having pasta look like. And I feel like that's one of the other things you have to think about, which is, okay, I'm going to bake something for someone. And then you realize, oh, they're allergic to these 12 different things. Yeah. You have to rethink what does a dessert for them normally look like and start from there, which makes things a lot easier. So if I was going to bake a cake for our esteemed colleague across the table, it wouldn't be, oh, I'm going to make him a chocolate cake and, oh, he's allergic to flour, so we're going to do this. And, oh, he's allergic to to dairy, so we're going to do this. Oh, he's allergic to soy, so we're going to do this. Oh, he's allergic to, oh, so we're going to do this now and now I have, it's, you're going to want to start with the person of, what do you normally have when you have a baked good? Mm -hmm. And go find a recipe and make them a recipe. Or ask directly for a recipe, right? Because yeah. you yeah. probably have some shit. Or, you, have to write you know, 
And then, or if you're making them something, um, one of my favorite things to make is brown sugar bourbon pulled pork is, hey, is this going to work? Well, let's talk about all the ingredients we put in there and point to, oh, this ingredient's not going to work for me and go, okay, well, I can make you the same thing, but I have to think about what does that ingredient do and how can I then take what you want and what everybody else wants to taste? Because sometimes food made with allergens or non-allergens, I guess would be the better way of saying that, doesn't taste the same. Like, I'm sorry, you get rid of, you know, flour out of things. Mm -hmm. It doesn't puff up the same way. It doesn't hold the air the same way. It's maybe a little bit more crunchy, a little more stale. There's not much there. And some people, textures matter. And losing that texture thing in there is going to be a painful thing to deal with. But also knowing that, you know what? When you cook bread without flour and you cook it with this thing or this non-gluten flour, this is how it's normally going to look. And so knowing that, okay, it's going to be a little bit less puffed up. It's going to be a little bit more you know, tough as a texture. And it's not going to be as workable or pliable before you bake it. These are all great things to know going into it. I'm not messing up. Something's not going wrong because it matches the recipe. But also, you have a better idea of what the end product's going to look like. I think for me, it's important to have like a foundation of some kind of like culinary, not skills, that interests at least. Mm. And being like, ensuring that you're you're competent in that, you know, in that space of like, hey, you know, like I love, um, there's a few different chefs that I followed since my like late teens. And really, my mom's an incredible cook, but I didn't like hang out with her in the kitchen enough. And I really like explored my own, like I had my own like culinary journey. And I had my own, you know, like issues with food and challenges and I prefer not to eat gluten and I have phobias around food also which is a kind of another weird a whole other bag um, like I'm not going to die if I eat pickles but I absolutely cannot like stand the sight or smell of them mm. anyway I digress but all that to say I feel like having an interest and in, like not thinking of it so much as a barrier but just something that you can really explore um, and my partner happens to be gluten-free dairy-free and and like really you know exploring a lot of different things so the other day i actually like made um rice flour at home and then made gravy out of it and that was a really cool wow. experience and i'm just like hey you know what like actually fuck rice flour it's like really expensive and yeah. all these things and so shit. but yeah like like think of it as like a challenging opportunity and not just like oh this is fucking hard mm-hmm. it's gonna come out like shit yeah it actually came out great i thought i was like i love my own gravy i think i can adapt this but all that to say that um yeah i think just like really looking at it as an opportunity to like grow and explore yeah yeah i mean like putting putting a positive spin on that so on a seemingly negative experience i think i think it goes back to something that you'd already said is just like a willingness to try new things yeah and i think that that's like trying a new thing in the kitchen yeah right and i think that sometimes we get kind of set in our ways i don't want to try a new thing in the bedroom I know the routine. I know how to, you know, give you the oh. Yeah. And so it's like you can pretty easily get stuck in that like sort of routine where it's just like, yeah, but, you know, you could make gravy with rice flour. It's totally a thing, right? Like this example, it's, you can totally just like try something new and then that trying something new can be a positive experience in and of itself. But You've mentioned pegging before, so you don't have to. <laughs> I have to say, all right, just wanted to make sure because that was, that was going to be the next thing I so <laughs> the exact words yeah. I'm like a psychic that's crazy <laughs> you're, you're, you're like a psychic <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> very similar. <laughs> you might call me an asshole. You are what you eat. Bam! There's trying something new. My ball. <laughs> my balls is something. That's what I call That's, my balls. No. <laughs> You have derailed. (laughs) Fuck, that's genius, though. (laughs) Have you tried something new? (laughs) (laughs) Cut the podcast now. (laughs) I'm sorry. We'll be right back after he gets his head back on straight. (laughs) No, man, it's it's pretty crooked. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I wasn't talking about that head. No, I mean, like, I've got, <laughs> I've got scoliosis. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's a trap. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was literally the funniest fucking thing I could come up with at the moment, and I deeply apologize, but no. <laughs> Fuck you. Your sister. I'm leaving. All right. I see you're too SJW to just appreciate my <laughs> fucking <laughs> edge humor. <laughs> you fucking. <laughs> Shut up, Nebula. Right. Ew. Ew, David. Ew, David. <laughs> David Hasselhoff. <laughs> <laughs>